Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Amp Radio. My name is Proteus. Look at that, DJ Tony. I remember to introduce myself this week. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, as we always do, to do smack my picks up for this week. UFC on ESPN 5, as DJ Tony was just saying before we went live, the UFC has stopped using the other system. So, Unfortunately, I have been forced, DJ Tony, to use the ESPN on 5, ESPN on Plus, 100, whatever. ESPN needs their branding. Let's get back to it. ESPN, UFC on ESPN 5 is Covington versus Lawler, which will take place, Marco, August 3rd, 2019, at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Home hometown, home uh, state of Jim Miller, who just happens to be on this show. I wonder if they did that on purpose, Pammy. So, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by the usual cast of characters, of course, as we usually do on this show. We are going to cover and do our picks for the main event, the co-main event, and everyone's favorite segment of the show, Pammy, Spotlight Fight of the Night. And then, of course, we're going to get Marco into a little bit of MMA Rewind in the second segment of the show because we had a big card last weekend. So let's go ahead and get into it. DJ Tony, drop Pammy's music. What's up, Pam, from North Carolina? I am here. Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, we were having... the nicest, nicest, nicest <laughs> weather. No humidity, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, so humid now. My hair is out of control. Out of control. Well, I just wanted to go ahead and compliment you on your new bathing suit that, of course, you unveiled on Monday. Uh, it was quite conservative, Pammy. Right? <laughs> thank you. But I know. Right? But thank you. I thought it was kind of cool. And even cooler, it was on sale. So woohoo for me. No, but you I know thought what's it looked funny? great. You know, the kind of funny thing was, and it's not that I'm always, you know, because I'm trying to, you know, not after like let everything all hang out, but it's, I'm just trying to get some sun. I got so many compliments on that bathing suit. So thank you all. Oh, hey. Wonderful. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> all right. What's up? Thank you, Pammy. So, again, we, we talked about this at the end of the show last week when I said looking forward to this show. So, your boy, Coven, Kobe Covington's on this card. Yep. But I, we won't get into that right now because we've got to bring in the rest of the cast of characters, Pammy. You know him. Yep. You love him. He's the original B-boy himself, the boss man. Play your music, DJ Tony. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Coming at you from the great oh, wrong person. Coming at you. Hey. Hey. Wonderful. So great now job. instead of like, what's up? We have to do the hey. Hey. My 
What is going on? Well, we here? haven't even brought Marco in yet, so let's just let's just drop it here. But DJ Tony, I do appreciate you uh, playing my uh, my entrance music out. That's very nice of you. I th- I, I was going to say Tony time, bitches, but I'm glad I didn't. You know, you know, I have to shout you out, Pro. You deserve it. Shout out to wow. Proteus, to the beautiful Pam, and of course, the star of the show, Marco. Marco. <laughs> I don't want to do cookies. It's Marco from Waco, brother. that music, DJ Tony. To the welterweight division we go in the main event, as I alluded to on ESPN, UFC on ESPN 5, Colby Covington versus the man, Robbie Hobby Lawler. Colby Covington coming at us. You know, we, we've talked about this on the show. I'm not going to get into it right now, but Colby Covington, number two, also known as Chaos. Colby Chaos Covington versus Robbie Ruthless Lawler. Um, also coming in as, at us at uh, number 11 in the division, Pammy. Um, Colby yep. Covington, 14-1-0 against Robbie Hob- Hobby Lawler that has been in the uh, business a little bit longer. 28-13-0 with one no contest. Marco Let's throw directly to you to lead us off in the main event here, brother. Now, as I alluded to, brother, we talked about this. You know, Colby Covington was the interim champ, uh, never got the shot. And just one quick thing, Marco, before, just to add to your response, I just thought it was kind of weird uh, this weekend that Dana White at uh, the post-fight press conference for uh, UFC 240 was like, of course Kobe Covington gets the next shot if he wins. Mm -hmm. Maybe we shouldn't believe everything that comes out of Dana White's Mm -hmm. mouth, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Tony, what you got? Sorry, Marco, what you got? What I got first is uh, what are my thoughts for this fight? I'm sorry, what was that? What are my... The odds. Oh, the odds on this fight. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I apologize. I apologize for not giving you those odds. Let me go ahead and get them up right now. Excuse the delay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Colby Covington at a minus 235, Marco, against Robbie Lawler at a plus 195. Of course, these odds, as always, comes off at five dimes. Marco, what you Uh, got? Okay, first of all, uh, I'm surprised that Covington is a two-to-one favorite. If you got $20 you never want to see again, it's a good bet to quit him on Robbie Lawler. I'm just saying, that's a good bet right there. Uh, dude, uh, <laughs> Lawler is 37, okay? And I keep him fantastic against Askren. Uh, he, he, he looked really good coming out of the bus, and I'm not going to lie. But he's on a little bit of a skit right now. I mean, 
he hasn't won a fight since he, damn. What was the last time he won a fight? Uh, oh, Cerrone. What was the last time he won a fight? That was a minute ago. I mean, a half ago. Um, July 29th, 2017. Indeed. And that was a decision. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Cody Covington, man, uh, whether you like it or not, the guy knows how to win, man. The guy got cardio for days. I mean, uh, he got really good wrestling. And whether you like it or not, he he put that volume kind of a striker that is suffocating. He he tuned out RDA. He tuned out Damian Maya. He he became the interim champion for better or for worse. Whether you like his MAGA freaking stitch a stick or not, or him spoiling every single movie there is, uh, or his videos with all the freaking chicks and and, and and doing his porno cardio, whatever you know. I I the guy I get a kick out of the guy. I understand the stick. And uh, well, for better or for worse, he's the first MMA fighter to ever go to the freaking White House with a belt, for whatever it's worth. But when it comes to the fighters, they know, the guys know how to fight. I always stipulate, and I think that if it was Kobe Covington that faced the title goodly instead of Kamaru Usman the, for the championship that night, Covington would have won the fight too because they, he basically is the same fighter that Kamaru Usman is, except with a different skin color. That's it. They get the, the same style of suffocating. Yeah, I know it sounded really bad now that I listen to me say it like, oh man, <laughs> I put my foot in my mouth on that one. But uh, <laughs> this, uh, he's a really good wrestler with suffocated style, cardio for days, good ground upon, and actually decent striking. Robbie Lovett always got the freaking puncher shot because he hits like a matron, <laughs> former champion. Everybody loves Robbie Lawler. His ruthlessness personified is on the freaking nickname for crying out loud. But I think he's a little bit past his prime. I mean, he's really, he's 37 years old. And uh, Covington is just entering his prime. I'm going to go with the jump back. I think the odds are right. I don't think she knocks out uh, 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 freaking Robbie because Covington is not known for his uh, knockout power or even his submission, but, but he's really good at outpointing people because of the suffocated style. He's going to look a lot, uh, believe it or not, like the the Lawler versus freaking Hendrix fight when uh, when they got that, that those two fires, and, you know, when Hendrix won the, the title and when Lawler took it away from Hendrix. It's going to yeah. look very, very similar to it, uh, except for uh, in this one, we're going to have a little bit older and a slower Robbie Lawler. So I'm going to pick out uh, Covington winning a, a race or team, unanimous decision, 48-47. So give me Chaos Covington to be the, the, the quote-unquote interim people champion number number one contender <laughs> and the other one instructor. So give me Covington by uh, decision. You got it. Covington by decision it is. And, of course, I have to apologize to the ruthless one. I, I, I said his name incorrectly when I introduced him. It's ruthless, Robbie Lawler, Pammy. Why don't we go ahead and mm-hmm. go to you. Um, I think we know what train you're going to be on here. And hey, Marco brought up a good point that DJ Tony and I were talking about before you, you guys got on the line before we went on, on the air. And it seems that Kobe Covington's stick is is kind of, you know, rubs some people the wrong way, Pammy. But I know that you're a yep. fan, so and you've been a fan for a long time. So let's go ahead and get into it, Pammy. What you got? All right. Well, first, you know, I kind of wanted to say, and, and this maybe sound kind of um, 
snobby, but um, to me, like the, the, this fight card, if you look at it and you really break it down, it's not a fight card for the casuals. In other words, th- this fight card is heavy, heavy, heavy on wrestling. So, you know, people that are totally waiting agree. for, oh, the, the one, one knockout, uh, first round knockout, th- this card is not it. So if that's what you're looking for, you know, go watch, you know, a Lifetime movie or something because um, this is very heavy on the wrestling. I mean, you're looking at the co and the main event. Um, Colby, you know what? I, I love Colby. I've always been a fan of Colby. Um, Colby, aside from the shtick, is actually one of the nicest people you will ever know. I'm super, super, super nice person. Very, very respectable also. I mean, just nice, nice, nice. Okay. So we've got the, the, the main event, Colby Covington, Robbie Lawler. Uh, Robbie Lawler's got 20 KOs under his belt versus Colby's too. But if you, uh, you know, Colby's 14 and one versus Robbie 28 and 13. And then we kind of have a little thing about our double digits when you're losing in the double digits, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, plays into a factor. Here. Um, truthfully, Robbie as great as Robbie was. He and Rory have not been the same since their last two fights. Um, Robbie sure. has won six of his last ten and lost three of his last four. Um, Colby, uh, wrestling, cardio, pressure, ground and pound. Um, he is just, he's unstoppable right now. I, I think he's on a mission, and I think he's the type of person that gets tunnel vision, and he has a goal that, that he wants to uh, reach and he's not going to let anybody stop him. I am picking him. Um, we're going with the nerd fest. I'm picking Colby with the fourth round submission. He's okay. going to make Walter Wade great again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Marco. Aside, well done. All just aside, he also is a, a big supporter of the troops. Uh, he's generally yeah. always go to the yeah. USO and uh, all, all like mm-hmm. a supporter events. He went to uh, Afghanistan where. With the junkie guys, uh, yeah, like yeah. he's a real deal when it comes to the support of the troops. Yeah, he was just at the naval base, I think, this week sometime uh, yeah, too. And so New York, he was in the U.S. Yeah, USSS New York, it's been, yeah, and it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, uh, a quick addendum. You know why this freaking ESPN card is so early? I got the explanation today. Why? Because this card was originally scheduled to be in Russia, and ESPN right. took the time. Took the time slot oh. back on the day, and they got stuck with the time slot when they switched the Russia card to later in the year. They got stuck with this time slot, so that's why they moved this. Uh, this got stuck in this time slot. So believe me, in Russia, it's all the freaking Russia. It's always the Russian fault. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. So Marco, uh, very thank you very much for slandering another country on this particular pr- program. Uh, let's yeah, move to DJ Tony. Me, so sorry, Russia. Sorry, <laughs> Russia. I, I, I didn't mess. I don't want you to hack me. All right, DJ Tony. So uh, let me go ahead as you uh, have added here to my notes. Let me go ahead before I let you comment and give everybody's Twitter handle. Uh, Robbie Lawler is at ruthless underscore RL, and Colby Covington is come is tweeting at us at Colby Cov MMA. Uh, DJ Tony, like as I was saying earlier on when I brought Pam in, you have a differing um, aspect or a differing view on, you know, the whole mega 
Let's make the welterweight division good again uh, kind of shtick that we talked about. So why don't you go ahead and get into that, and why don't you go ahead and give us your pick, brother, what you got. I agree with you guys. First off, let's, let's, let's be honest in what the real hotness is. Shout out to Colby Covington's sister. If you haven't followed her, yeah. you definitely want to True follow enough. her. So shout out to uh, his sister. But I, I will say this, guys. Listen, there aren't a lot of MMA fighters in the UFC that have a first name that I can think of with the R. So shout out to Rafael, Hobart Whitaker, Ronaldo Souza, <laughs> Hoz Namahumis. And, of course, most importantly, shout-out to Hobby Lawler. Listen, I I could be wrong here, guys, and this year's picks have been garbage for the most part for me, guys. But there's no possible way that you guys can look at this fight and say, you know what, Colby, this is an easy fight for you because it's not. And Hobby Lawler is one of those guys that whenever I choose him, he typically wins with the exception of, of when he fought Ben Askren. And even that, like, uh, shout out to Marco, by the way, for calling him Ben Askren. But even even then, oh, guys, wow. one could say that that fight could have been stopped. I mean, who the heck knows, right? Either way. But I'm pick, I'm picking Hobby Lawler, guys. Hobby Lawler okay. is just too damn tough with one punch, and he's like a zombie. Um, shout out to the Korean zombie. I'm picking Hobby Lawler. Uh, get this, guys. First round, TKO late in the first. I'm picking Hobby Lawler. Hey, I'm not taking care of the Ben Askren. They, our own Kobe Covington uh, uh, coined that freaking nickname. Darn, well, I gave Marco credit. All right, guys. Um, With Ben Askren. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so that's I a good one. You, Son of a gun, that's a good one. I think that you guys are, are both making good points for both sides of the argument. Now, what I have to say about this is that we know that Colby Covington and Robbie Lawler trained uh, an American top team at the same time. Um, we know that they've, they've probably seen each other in the past. Okay, guys. And we know that they've probably, you know, sparred each other. Maybe they've got a good look at one another. I think that Colby Covington really didn't want to take this fight because one, he doesn't really want to fight Robbie Lawler, Hobby Lawler. And he really doesn't want to, you know, I know that Hobby Lawler is no longer an American top team, but I think the fact, even though COVID Covington's character that he portrays is, you know, kind of out there, I think that he does have kind of loyalties to the guys that uh, were in the camp that, you know, he got good work off of, you know what I mean? Because iron sharpens iron. And I think that, Robbie Lawler took a bunch of time off for a reason, guys. You know, like you guys were saying earlier on, that he hasn't been looking the same since he had the uh, um, he he faced the Red King, and I I understand that. They, that those guys fucking went and put it out fair dinkum on that one. Let me tell you, that fight was really good, and um, I think Robbie Lawler has probably got the insight that he needs to beat Colby Covington. And I think that's why Covington didn't want to take this fight, Pam. No, 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 uh, no, no trying to take anything away from Covington. I just think that this is probably the worst fight possible for Covington again, because Hobby Lawler was in that camp. And I think as I mentioned, or I alluded to when I brought Marco in on this subject, 
I think the words of Dana White were very interesting last week at the press conference uh, for UFC 240. You know, if Covington wins this fight, he's definitely going to get a title shot. And I don't think uh, Dana White is 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 really uh, betting on Covington winning this fight. Uh, I'm going to take Lawler, um, DJ Tony. I don't think it's going to be in the first though. Like you said, I'm going to go ahead and take it in the second though, um, because we saw we saw uh, Hobby Lawler go with uh, ass cream into the second round. I think that's kind of what's <laughs> going to happen in this one too. And 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 we and we we kind of saw Askren's or the wrestlers' uh, mo kind of exposed uh, by uh, the you know three piece in a soda, not Edwards. I'm talking about okay. Uh, I'm talking about the Urban Jesus or what do they call him? Urban <laughs> Jesus. Thank Hot you. Jesus. Urban's good. I think I like Jesus Urban better. Caliente. Yeah. So, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, and I think the, the I think the the, the um, blueprint is out on how you beat a wrestler if you're a striker. I'm going to take Robbie Lawler in a second by KO. Straight out KO, oh. Tony. Okay. I'm by the way, right. Proteus, I do got to give this out. Sorry, guys. When Proteus said, "I'll take it in a second," that's what she said. Oh, oh my okay. God. Hey, there it is. Okay. Cody Covington was the main training partner for Robbie Lawler when he was yep. fighting the, the Hendrick fight. Uh, this is before, uh, you know, Cody Covington was Covington, Cody Covington. He was just coming into ATT. Um, no, I get that. Uh, and so I can, I can, you can make the same argument that Robbie Lawler got a good look at Covington. Covington got a really good look at Robbie Lawler because he I played agree. the guy that beat uh, Lawler once and then, of course, lose to Lawler uh, at the following fight. So... You know, by the same token, uh, and uh, like I said, it's five years later. You know, Lover yep. is at the at the twilight of his career, and Covington is coming into his prime. So that's just my point there. I'm throwing that up there just with sprinkles. No, I agree with you, Marco. I mean, Covington's record it has a lot more wins on it than Robbie Lawler's does at this point, right? I mean, in consecutive order. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Yep. I 100% agree. Lawler's been doing agree. this for 18 years, man. Yeah. Holy crap! He 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 freaking could have a kid back in the day that the kid would be coming out of college right now, going into college right now. Holy crap, man! (laughs) Well, I mean, none of your picks have been great this year, so I mean, I mean, you've 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 made your point, so let's just move on. Oh, Oh. 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 that's Nothing to see here. Let's move along. That's right. Damn. (laughs) Lightweight division we go, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Jim Oh, I got kind of cold from sitting in that shade. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Miller, 35 years of age, 30, 13, and 1, tweeting at us at Jim Miller underscore 155 against Clay Guida. 37 years of age, 35, 18, or 35 and 18, Pammy, and also yeah. tweeting at us, at Clay Guida. And let me give you the odds, Pammy, before I throw to you. We have Clay Guida at a plus 135 against the recently had a big win, Jim Miller, against Clay Guida did as well, 
uh, at a minus 155. Sammy, this is an old-school kind of fight. Uh, what you got going on here in the co-main event of UFC on ESPN5? Well, if you could, if you do MMA math, um, yeah. last week uh, Frankie Edgar, who was 37, up? well, Frankie Edgar, who's 37, lost. Uh, Robbie Lawler, who is 37, is going to lose. And you have Clay Guida, who is 37. But I'm picking Clay Guida to win just because I like Clay Guida. <laughs> he's cool. Um, you know, he's got wrestling, cardio, and craziness. Uh, Jim Miller, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and Muay Thai. Both of these guys have losses to Oliveira. And it's like they're, they're, um, both of these guys are coming off a win, and their one loss prior to that was both of them to Oliveira. Um, yeah. Clay Guida is, uh, oh shoot. I, what hey, is Pammy, the, uh, 30, just, I'm yep. sorry to interrupt you, but you got a bit of a clicking going on. So if you're rubbing the phone or moving it around, please stop doing that. Oh, I was, I was, I was like moving cause I'm keeping an eye on Cedric over here. He's about to fly. Oh, okay. Um, no problem. You keep you know an eye on that bastard. Okay. I was making sure I didn't have earrings on. Um, so, uh, 35 and 18 and Jim Miller, 30 and 13, again, we're talking about those double-digit losses. But I'm going with Clay, and I think that I am picking him by decision. Okay, got it. Thank you, Pammy. Uh, and, you know, again, it's, it seems like Guida is able to do Clay Guida things no matter what. I mean, even though he's – you know, 37 years of age, he, he still seems to have that that patented Clay Guida style, DJ Tony. So let's throw to you here, DJ Tony. Um, what do you got going on here in the co-main event? You got Clay Guida or do you got the assassin that is Jim Miller in his home state? This one's tough, Proteus. By the way, when we say double digits, shout out to Joanna uh, champion. Uh, listen, um, uh, nothing. Shout out to PJ. Yeah. No, all right. All right. Pearl Gonzalez. Never mind. I think she's only right. a C. Uh, nice C at that. Shout out to Pam. She's all natural. Thank shout you. out to the beautiful Pam and shout out to uh, the C, Clay Guida. Here's the tough part. I like both of these guys, so I'm just going to make it easy. Yeah. Jim Miller at home, guys. So, I love yes. both of these guys. I'm picking Jim Miller at home because I have no other reason. So shout out to Jim Miller. Bye. Uh, how about uh, – I can't see him submitting Gway, uh, Clay uh, – what did I call him? Gway. I can't uh, – <laughs> what the heck is that, right, Guida? I can't see him submitting Guida, so I'm going decision. Uh, Jim Miller over Clay Guida. Okay. All right. I think this is kind of one of those evenly matched um, old school guy, or old guy fights, guys. I think that – and I'm not Literally. trying to belittle. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not trying to belittle either one of these guys. It just is what it is. They're both, you know, I, you know, at, they're both at the end of their career, and uh, I'm a Jim Miller fan. Um, I'm going to take Jim Miller. I'm going to take him um, – Look, I think that this this fight has a great possibility of being a no contest, or, or not being a no contest, but being a, a draw. Um, so, I, unfortunately, I'm going to take a draw here, guys. I think that these two guys are going to oh, work as hard as one another. Wow, I think that, that is these bold. two guys. Well, I just think they're both so talented. If 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 
Jim Miller is able to get Clay Guida to the ground, I think that Clay Guida is able to use his wrestling to get up and, uh, uh, you know, nullify the uh, jujitsu of Jim Miller. And I think on the feet that both guys are very talented. They're very good at throwing, you know, in their boxing game. Clay's going to move around a lot. If, if Jim is able to get and cut off those corners, he's going to be able to to nullify that game. Marco, I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm spitting out a bunch of shit here and you just sighed, but maybe you could be the voice of reason this week, well, which I, I even know every time real I... Quick? No, because I was pitching to Marco. Okay. I'm throwing it in there anyway. Oh, no, I just go wanted ahead. to say real quick, do you think that maybe this fight, that they're projecting Clay to win because and and then when he wins, retire because since he's getting inducted inducted into the Hall of Fame, they want it to go out with like you know, shot down a blaze of glory. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Could that be? Got it. Yeah. Marco. Okay. Uh, I'm, hanging, I'm hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're calling a draw, dude. If you hit a draw. Because the mathematical probability of that are so low, uh, you gotta go buy a lottery ticket, dude. Because if you hit the yeah, draw I know. this weekend, I know. Uh, okay. Uh, do you do? Be, do you and do you? But look, this fight just. Yeah, your record is not great this this year, so you go ahead and speak. Uh, great. Uh, you see, I was trying <laughs> to give you props. Now I'm gonna bury you. Uh, I'm propping. I'm propping. <laughs> This fight is an entertaining old school fight, man. I mean, Jim Miller should get a title shot. He never did. And uh, he's been a serviceable veteran. So is Clay Wheeler, man. Uh, I like Clay Wheeler, and I like Jim Miller. So I'm going to toss a coin. I'm going to pick Jim Miller in New Jersey. I think he's going to be able okay. to outpoint Wheeler. It's going to be a close split decision. See, I got a little bit with the better odds. I split the session 48, 48, uh, no, 48, 29, 28, 28, 29, 29, 28. For your good advice, split the session, James Miller. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Um, Pammy, I think if mm-hmm. we can, can we reconnect with you? Can you call back in because your line is kind of still clicking? Can you call back yeah. in real really? quick and we'll. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. Okay. We'll go okay. to Marco. There's a static, Pammy. Yeah, there's a static that comes going in and out. Okay. Yeah, I apologize. It's, it, yeah, it's all good. Pammy, we'll be right back on. Marco, we're gonna throw to you uh, for everyone's favorite segment Tony, of the wait. show. Tony, did you pick? Tony, did you pick? Jim Miller played winner. Yeah, he did. He uh, DJ Tony took Miller by decision. Uh, he picked after Pammy. My bad. No, no worries. That's okay. That's why I that's why I host the show, Marco. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's because you're the man, and I'm just the man next to the man. Boom, boom. I know nothing. Okay. No, Tony's trying to reconnect with Pammy. So let's go ahead and throw to you, brother. Everyone's favorite spot. Uh, Pammy's back. <laughs> the first lady's back. Oh. <laughs> no. Three, two, one. Everyone's favorite segment of the show, Marco. Go ahead and give us your spotlight for the night. No, that's not better, Pammy. Something's happening really? now. There's a really loud sound that's going beep. Oh my! You know what? I heard it too, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Hmm. Here we go. No, you're fine. Everybody, ready? Three, two, one. 
Everybody's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Farther Than Mark. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. Everyone's favorite. Ready? One. Everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night. Marco, what you got going on here, brother? Oh, Mickey, let's go. Let's get Mickey. Mickey Gall is back. Yeah. Uh, against a guy that I never heard of, I'm going to pick Mickey Gold because I've seen their city team have to win. They, they know the kind of market will yeah. win with Mickey. Uh, he's going to get a second round submission, and Mickey Gold is back on the winning try, so give me Mickey Gold. Okay, so uh, Gall, uh, second round submission for Marco. All right, since we have Pammy back, let's go and throw right to Pammy. Um, Pammy, mm-hmm. what you got going on here in your spotlight fight tonight, sweetie? Am I be- can you hear me better? Yeah, no, you're still doing the same thing, but that's okay. What the Carry fuck? On. All right, well, real quick, uh, Matt Schnell and Jordan Espinosa, I've got Matt Schnell with a decision. Okay, so you've got, Pammy, uh, you're you're going Schnell. Well, I didn't decision. see that. That should, that should be a good fight. Mm-hmm. I think it's so. It's a real good I fight, mean, I think. It, yeah, it's on the undercard. It's under... Uh, Mickey Gall and Anthony Shenshenko, uh, which, of course, we know. Why don't you go ahead, DJ Tony, and we'll just cue the music right now for your Spotlight Fight of the Night, please. Proteus, I'm offended that you would actually – you guys actually think <laughs> that I strictly go off of looks. I can't yeah, believe this. All right, Where are we going? Of course we are, guys. I know Pam is not the beautiful Pam. I know she's not a big fan of the bullet Valentina, but I'll tell you who I'm a fan of. And it's not just Colby Covington's sister, but Antonina Shevchenko, guys. I don't know. There's something about her, guys. I'm not going to yep. pull out the lightsaber, but there's something about her, guys. You so I'm you're taking Valentina Shevchenko. Absolutely not. We're having a kid. So I'm not going to pull out, guys. I'm going to stay in rhythm. I'm not going to pull out. Nothing? All right. I'm going with Valentina Shevchenko. That was good. Unfortunately, guys, with one of our typical fights that we've seen, a boring decision, Antonina Shevchenko over a very game, Lucy Pudilova. Antonina Shevchenko decision. All right, I got it down. Uh, just keep the music running, please. Uh, um, my uh, spotlight fight of the night is going to be, of course, Lauren, Lauren Murphy versus uh, Mara Roma. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Can't get it out right now. These ladies um, have shown in the past that they are very, very talented women. I'm going to take Lauren Murphy. Um I think I think DJ Tony, I'm going to take decision on this one because I think that they're very e- evenly matched uh, in the uh, women's flyweight division. Uh, so um, Murphy by decision. Thank you for cueing the music. I appreciate that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and move on to the next uh, segment. Exactly. Thank you, Nate. Let's go ahead and move on to the next segment of the show, Marco. And uh, why don't you go ahead and cue that right now? Rewind. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the MMA Rewind, uh, where we revisit la- the fight card that happened the week previous. And, of course, 
as a, as you know, it was Holloway versus Edgar Marco, and I mean, we kind of ha- we kind of I was the only one that chose Max Holloway. So wait, wait, before we get into it, let me go ahead and give you guys the winner of last week UFC 240. Um, let's break it down. Uh, everybody but myself uh, chose Holloway. Uh, Marco, you do, you did get uh, this correct. You did ch- choose it by decision, so you got two points there. Um, um, everybody chose Cyborg except for Spencer or except for eh, wow, except for Marco who chose Spencer. Um, the spotlight fight of the night is where it came down to, guys. DJ Tony, you got three points for choosing Robinson on that one. Uh, I got the Coke right, uh, Coke fight correct. Um, Marco and Pam, your uh, spotlight fights of the night did not work out for you, but Pammy. Getting the big win. It's been a long time since Pammy's held the belt. Uh, Pammy with four points gets the win. Uh, staging off Proteus yeah, with three points. Real? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. Yeah, you um, you uh, you, end, you ended up uh, <laughs> edging me out somehow. I don't know. My I, I thought I was going to get this one down, but you you ended up getting the winner. Wow. Good. Yay me! Woo. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank they you. will see how long you get to hold on to that title for. But uh, Marco, let's go yeah. ahead and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and throw it to you, Marco, because uh, we saw, you know, a pretty good fight in the main event, in my opinion. I think you know Frank Yeager kind of, I mean, showed that he's slower and maybe a little bit older and smaller than Max Holloway, like we talked about last week, but you know, kind of got out the way and didn't really get beat up as much as we see, you know, most of the guys that Max Holloway fights in this in this division get beat up. I thought he looked pretty good, as, as good as he could. Marco, what you got, brother? So, uh, Frankie, the answer, I do not have the answer, but this guy only loses on championship fights, man. The only other loss he got was against Gray Maynard eons ago, where he was just coming into a freaking uh, a sport, but like he only loses championship fights, and he loses to the best freaking planet. Uh, he did a good account of himself. He he lost. I, I guess I, I gave him the fourth round. Uh, you can argue he won the first round too, but he still lost the fight. It was a super close fight. Uh, he he did a good account of himself, but out. Also did Max Holloway. Max Holloway remind everybody why he's the king of the featherweights. Uh, Max couldn't like put a, a beating on, on, on Frankie because of Frankie's footwork. Frankie's footwork helped him not get the, the, the shit beat out of him like like Aldo or Ortega did because they, they or Aldo and Ortega plan their feet more. They're not mobile fighters. Frankie was moving all over the place. It was an entertaining fight. You know, Max Holloway's job was on point. And uh, like he demonstrated that you know you got a a sort of a, a, a prayer to take him down because Frankie attempted 15 takedowns and only got one, and when he got that one takedown, he did nothing with it. Uh, Max Holloway probably not for sure might be on the big freaking Melbourne freaking uh, stadium show against Alex Volkanovski. That would be great. But if not, he's still going to fight Volkanovski either in November on Marcel Square Garden or in Las Vegas in December at the end of the year. 
it will be a good visual for him to be on that 16,000 experience seat, but if he wants to take the far a little bit later, it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody knows that Volkanovski is the next one in line, and uh, it is probably what they're trying to work out. I mean, they're trying to make it work for, uh, to, for Max to turn around, uh, you know, for the October fight card. When it goes to Frankie, there is no more titles, title shots in freaking uh, mm-hmm. a, a featherweight. You know, you got, uh, you got freaking uh, Holloway still there. Aldo is going to be going back and forth with the freaking uh, lightweight and featherweight. And I don't see him with the likes of uh, Savit, uh, Mohamed Sharipov, or, or freaking, uh, what is his name, uh, Alex Wankanowski. So the, the last move for Frankie at 37 years old, and he should have done this a long time ago, is finally relent and go to 135. He can rematch Uriah Faber there. He can have a super fight with Dominic Cruz. He can go for the title. He only needs to win one fight at 135. And he will be an immediate contender to freaking face either uh, Seguro or whoever is going to hold the, the bell at the time. You know, because Seguro still got to fly away and, uh, and, and cement his freaking legacy. Because for him, 135, that title, I think, is very winnable for him. He will be more up, up to par with the weight, the weight class. He will still keep the speed. He will still keep the wrestling and, uh, and the movement. No one except for freaking Dominic Cruz cut the movements of uh, Frankie Edgar at 135. And uh, T.J. is not coming back for another year and a half, so we don't have to worry about him. So Frankie moved to 135, become a champion, and then uh, you know retire as a freaking legend. That's all I have to say. All right, uh, Pammy. Uh, quick mm-hmm. rebuttal, and then we'll move on to uh, your fellow countrywoman. Go ahead. What you got going on here? Uh, we're rewinding UFC on ESPN5. What you got? Well, I was keeping up with, um, you, you know, how they, they show the little clips of when morning. the fighters are walking in. And then you saw Max Holloway walking in, not looking very good. He was kind of limping, yeah. and he looked kind of already uh, – you know, just tired, and so people, I think, were wondering, uh-oh, what's going to happen here? But, you know, he put on a a, a classic Max Holloway uh, beatdown, I guess, if you could say that. But um, how can you not love him? And I was kind of hoping, um, you know, Frankie would kind of retire now. But because, you know, like we were talking about, there is no championship belt for him now. He, he's, he's 37 years old. He's not getting younger. He's getting older. And unless he does go to that different weight class, but then again, you know, with the age, is it going to be harder for him to cut that weight? So who knows? But, um, you know, Frankie's always a, a you know, class act. Right. Pammy, I'm just going to, I'm just, Pammy, I'm just going to put you on mute for a second. Cause you're still clicking. So I'm just going to put you on mute while Marco responds and then I'm going to respond and then we'll bring you back in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just, to, just to be a devil's advocate, Frankie walks around at 155, and uh, yeah. like the people that that fight at 135, they walk around at 150, 160. So it is doable. It is not like it's important. He only costs 10 pounds to to featherweight, and uh, he he got a wrestling background. Uh, it is very doable. It would have been saying forever that he should have done it a long time ago. Uh, so why not? I mean, it, it would be his last chance. To get a belt, otherwise, you know what you got for Frankie, like uh, like like novelty fights. I don't think he wants yeah. to do that. His competitive freaking users are not, not going to like to just be a, a sideshow. Well, listen, I'm going to 
for once, not for once. I mean, you know, sometimes Dana White says some things that are actually true about the sport. And as he said, you know, in the the post-fight press conference, I don't believe Frankie Edgar has anything to prove to any of us. He has shown his toughness. He's shown his grit. He has been a star in this, you know, the top tier of MMA being the UFC uh, for a number of years. I mean, look at the fights against Gray Maynard. You know, uh, we, we, he put himself on the map there. Um, and, of course, Marco, we did allude to this last week, and you did mention that he could, you know, make that move down. Um, I, it, as Pam said, I don't know if a guy of Frankie Edgar's age wants to do that, but Marco, as you mentioned, maybe he does. Maybe he wants to, you know, continue to compete and maybe, you know, cutting that weight, like you said, it's definitely doable. And and maybe he, he chooses to do that to, you know, uh, achieve that greatness that is the, you know, uh, two-belt holder. What do you got, Marcus? Just, uh, just, just look, with Francis Bryan Ortega knockout that, you know, was yeah. not expected, it's not yeah. like he's being railroaded. It's not like he's being, no. like, completely outclassed. He's always competitive, even if he's losses. He's always been competitive. With Aldo, yeah. with Galloway, with Spencer Henderson, that you could argue the second best of Henderson fight, he won, but, yeah. you know, the judges saw it otherwise. He always been competitive, so uh, that's what I said. I mean, he could be super competitive at one away, and it, it, it is the last shot for him for a title. Make that run. Give yourself two years. If in two years you don't achieve it, then retire. But if he was getting, like, pummel and destroy and punish like there is no tomorrow, then I'll be, I'll be singing a different tune. But he's competitive. He doesn't take that much damage, even though his nose always bleeds. He's not always going to fucking bleed. He's not taking, like, unbelievable damage that you'll be like, oh, my God, what are you doing, Frankie? It, it's not that. So I, I'm going to let Frankie decide when he's going to get out. If he wants to go for one more belt, that is your only avenue. If not, you know, he has, you're right. He, he has nothing else to prove. No, he doesn't. And, Pammy, I'm just going to bring you in here real quickly because we're going to throw it to the next fight. But I wanted to, I wanted to go ahead and, and get your thoughts, like, if he, if Frankie wants to move down to 135, I have no problem with him, you know, maybe getting one win, maybe just getting a title a title shot right away. I really don't have a problem with Frankie doing that. In this age of the UFC, in this generation of the UFC, Pammy, what you got? Well, I mean, you're talking about um, what you guys talked about a minute ago, fighting Uriah Faber and whomever else. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to do that, why don't we just do like a, hey, let's make a superstars of all-star UFC segment and have all the old superstars go, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I I just don't think he can do it. I I love Frankie, but I I just don't think he can do it because it's, you know. All right, so, go ahead. I just don't think so. I was going to say that because he's not getting any younger and the younger guys are coming up and the younger guys are, you know, already know what, what the older what guys yeah. took 10 years to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're killers. The, the next generation of the UFC is going to be completely different. Okay, so let's oh, go exactly. in. exactly. That, yeah. That kind, of, that kind of leads into uh, the, the subject that was coming out of uh, the Cyborg versus Spencer fight. You know, Cyborg gets the win. Uh, she gets a decision win. Nobody ever saw that one coming because, um, you know, we didn't know that Spencer was going to 
you know, as the media says, be that tough. Um, but she's a Canadian girl, so I knew that was going to happen. But, Marco, you're the only one that took Spencer in this one, and good on you, brother, because like well, like the, the narrative, narrative has been coming out of this, Pammy, um, maybe Cyborg's starting to show her age, just like Frankie Edgar. Maybe Cyborg is actually starting to show her age. But let's go ahead and get you to comment on the fight itself. What did you got going on here in the co-main event of UFC 240? Oh, my gosh. I thought that it was a great fight. I, You know, and I, I was so surprised how big Felicia is. She's a big girl. Like, you know, she's a big, muscular girl. And, and I, I was just really impressed. You know how she held her own. I thought it was a great fight, though. I, it was. I thought it was amazing. But I, you know, everybody was uh, commenting about Joe Rogan's commentating about he was so, you know, biased with um, with uh, Chris saying, oh, she's exhausted. She's this. She's that. And she went on put on a great show. So um, I totally enjoyed that fight. I'm, I'm kind of glad it didn't. I'm kind of glad it lasted as long as it did because I thought it was amazing. Uh, Marco, do you got anything to add to that? Because Pammy's, you know, saying it was a great fight, and I thought it was a great fight, too. Look, I'm super impressed with Felicia Spencer. She showed she's a little bit too green. She should have got this fight probably two years from today, or from this time. Because, you know, she only got seven fights coming in, professional fights. She did a good account of herself. She almost almost made me look too good, but whatever. Uh, look, I always keep saying, man, I don't want to discredit uh Cyborg record, but you know, you, you you play with the cars you're dealing with. For the longest time, she's been fighting overblown 35ers. When, when, whenever she fought like through featherweights, she did not this passion that easy. You know, Gina Carano with uh, Marlos Kunan. When she fought freaking uh, Jordina Barnes in kickboxing, she lost a fight, by the way, on that yep. Mutai fight. You know, she got beat up. Yeah. Now, Amanda Nunez is not a true 45-er, but she, she got this, this fighting style that is probably Cyborg's kryptonite, you know? She got the hand speed, and she can hit harder, harder or as hard as her, and she's not afraid to engage like the other girls do. And, and this is what Felicia Spencer showed us. She wasn't afraid to engage. She took blows that would have took out uh, other girls, you know. A man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she kept coming. Uh, Blows like that it was taking out a man. Come on, that's yeah. a joke in itself. Come on. Oh, she was. Yeah, I know. Yeah, give yourself the drums. Uh, I mean, she was able to cut a uh, freaking uh, cyborg with the elbow. I mean, she was a more experienced striker. As as good as she was, uh, as like, like staying in the pocket, instead of taking those and being able to cut the punch or, or give some back, it would have made the fight interesting. I was frustrated with her. Because she wasn't, in, like, she was getting punched, but she wasn't punching back. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like a, but like a deer in headlights. Yeah. It's a, it's a learning lesson for Felicia Spencer. Yeah. She did good. She, she had to work on her striking. And uh, once you know that you're not going to take Cyborg down, you have to go to plan B or C. And she didn't get a plan B or C. She just relied on super toughness. And, you know, Cyborg did what Cyborg does, and she just outclassed her. But, you know, good for yeah. Cyborg. Hopefully, hopefully, now that we're in a negotiation period because she was her last freaking part of her contract, she signs on the dotted line against the Rimas with Amanda. 
because I'm telling you, if she doesn't, the freaking uh, narrative is going to be that she's running away from Amanda Nunez. We know that that might not be the truth, but, you know, the rest of the, the, the public are going to be up there saying, what are you running for Amanda? That girl beat you. You don't want that rematch? Sure. You know, it's going to make money. It's going to make money regardless. Uh, just work on the numbers. You're not going to get all that you want, Chris, because, you know, you have to meet in the middle. But uh, I get that rematch done, you know. It's the only fight that really matters in, right now on the, on the women's division. The only the only fight that grows attention. And if you don't take this fight, it's going to damage your legacy because everybody is going to get the narrative that you ran away from Amanda Nunez. They get that beat you in less than a minute that knocked you out. So for your legacy's sake, get the win against Amanda on your rematch and then do the trilogy. And then you're going to rack so much money, won't be even funny. Yeah, I see. This is where I disagree with you, Marco, because I think that Chris Cyborg is just like Frankie Edgar. You know, yes, maybe the 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 uh, record is questionable, but so was Fedor's uh, record. You know, it was, they they fought in a different time. They fought in different organizations when no one was thinking that anyone was going to be sponsored by Reebok or that we would be on ESPN. I, I do believe that Chris Cyborg wants to take advantage of the fact that we are now on ESPN. We are now getting, you know, um, the fair dinkum coverage on that, that channel. Uh, but I, I, I just don't see why, you know, she needs to do the Amanda fight. I don't know why Amanda wants to fight her again. I mean, <laughs> she knocked her out. She got her out of there so quickly. I just, I just don't, I'm not, I don't have an appetite to see it again, Marco. I just, I, we know what I want to see. I want to see Chris Cyborg go over to Ryzen and just have some freak fights, man. I just, uh, I just, when, you know, go out on a bang. You know, she's going to lose to Amanda again. You know, she is. So I, I don't know why <laughs> no, we want to see that again. I, I don't, I'm not arguing the result of the fight. I argue the business sense of the fight. Uh, the boss, for that fight is still up there. And, and a lot sure. of the MMA fans have got recency bias, you know? If, mm-hmm. if she is not fighting Amanda Nunez, the narrative is going to be she run away from her. Because that is sure, the only girl that beat her in freaking out of 13, 14 years. You know? Yeah. So, for you, sure. have to, you have to make that fight. And it's a fight that is going to make a lot of money. If you sell it right. Nah? Okay? Because Cyber is still huge in Brazil and so is Amanda. And that would be the perfect spot to make this fight in a stadium in Brazil. So I'm just saying, man, I'm not talking about the results of the fight. I'm not talking about if the fight makes sense. I'm talking about the money that you can, it can be made yeah. on this fight. You know, and, uh, I mean, yeah, Cyborg is on the toilet of her career. She's 34. Eventually, she's going to have to retire. She adopted her niece. She needs to raise this little girl. So you need to put some money on the bank to make sure that, you know, this, this little girl is going to have a future. And uh, Amanda Nunez is not going to be around for that much longer either, you know. She also want to put a star family. And uh, the, the more important fact is that she wants it is that they must be cyborg. Because once you need cyborg twice, then nobody can argue that you are the greatest ever. No, you sold it to me, Marco. I, I do agree that, that that's exactly where you want to do it. You want to do it in Brazil. And maybe, uh, you know, Tammy, maybe uh, Cyborg just signs a one-fight contract deal with them and makes a bunch of money. Uh, okay, guys, I, we need to move this show along. We need to move to the lightning round right now. Tammy, I'm going to throw to you. 
Um, what I want, what I want from you is your spotlight, kind of like your spotlight part of the night. What fight stood out to you that wasn't the co- the main event or the co-main event? You watched this whole event. What stood out to you? What was your favorite fight? You know what? Even though he lost Nico Price and Jeff Neal, uh, that was a banger, fight. banger. The, the Sarah Robertson, that little chick that uh, claims Canada, she she. Yeah. DJ, that was DJ Tony's uh, spotlight by the night, so shout out to him. All right, guys, let's go ahead and close this show out because we need to get out of here. Uh, Pammy, do you got a spotlight, or sorry, do you got a Twitter follow of the week or do you got a guilty pleasure that you want to report to us this week? What you got? Uh, you know what? My guilty pleasure last week was lame, wasn't it? I mean, so lame. Wow. Um, you know what? 90 Day Fiance trash TV here we go again. at its finest. Oh, my God. Trainwreck City. Love it and hate it at the same time. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm quickly going to go ahead and, and, and shout out another podcast that I have shouted out before. Uh, it's Star Talk. Um, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson. I've been going back in the in the past catalog of, of, of shows. Uh, they've done 10 seasons, uh, not as many shows as, as we have, DJ Tony. Let's put it that way. They've been going for 10 seasons. We've been going for three, and we've far exceeded them. But again, I digress because they're way smarter than us. Um, so go ahead and check out Star Talk. It's on all of uh, the the podcast that you listen to and it's also available at startalk.com I'm sure whatever their website is Marco why don't you go ahead and get ahead and get us out of here for this week DJ Tony sent me his uh, Twitter follow of the week since I asked him to do it he, he wasn't on the line he wants us to follow at can dance underscore C go ahead and follow Marco what you got going on brother so my guilty pleasure is uh, the new season of Stranger Things I started watching it and venting on it oh Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about it for a second because I've finished it. Are you are you finished no, it yet? Not, no, I just started. So no talking. Go ahead, brother. Finish your finish your thought. No, Go ahead. No, no talk. <laughs> no spoilers. Stranger no spoilers. Send your things on Netflix. So follow Tony and the Tony. Follow Pana Pandora Box. Follow Producer Aptorius. Follow me and Maldo Marco. Follow the show at Another MMA Cast. Read and review us. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Blackstone Radio. You name it fights on ESPN this weekend. They start early. They start at 3 o'clock Eastern. Uh, what is it? Uh, 12 Pacific. So, you know, check your uh, schedule because it's an early rising matinee event for everybody. And we better leave you guys because you got next week. Enjoy the fights. All right, Marco. Thank you very much. And of course, we'll be coming back at you again next week to look ahead to Shevchenko versus Karmouche. Pammy. And just like that... Yep. We're out. Bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>